0: It's time for the podcast with two guys whose BMI is higher than their IQ. It's the Morning Five, sponsored by Smith's Floor Coverings. This is a double cheek push here. Mike, 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 what day is it, Mike? Our pets' heads are falling off! Guess what today is? I like turtles. Update! Okay. Update! Okay. Okay. You're my boy, Blue! <laughs> hey, Mom! The meatloaf! We want it now! <laughs> I don't know how long this is going to last. Good! <laughs> john welcome in to the morning five podcast on wednesday january 31st the last day in january we've made it through the very first month of 2024 how the hell have we made it that far don't know i don't have the answer for you on that one pal i swear it was just football season yeah yeah, I I I feel like it was just us counting down to football season last year, like in the middle of the <laughs> summer. Like, I feel like we're like, oh man, under a hundred days to football season, and now football season is is pretty much over. I know we have the Super Bowl, but uh, high school football season, the real football season, it's been over for a while. But yeah, through uh, yeah, what's coming tomorrow, too? What's that? You've got the uh,
1: Pro Bowl games start tomorrow.
0: Oh, do they? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Well, they'll be on a back burner you're... because you know what else starts tomorrow?
1: Uh, oh. Pebble Beach. Yeah, Pro-Am's All, this weekend.
0: Al- although, weather not looking great. <laughs> uh, weather weather on the West Coast. <laughs> <laughs> not not looking great weather on the west coast uh for Pebble <laughs> Beach or for our good buddy Mr. Matt Ridgway down in LA. Oh, I forgot about that. The clash is this weekend, isn't it? It, it is and it looks like Mr. Matt Ridgway might be hanging out in LA till like Monday or Tuesday. Oh, no. Mm. That sucks. He's not too happy about that. Yeah, we we talked about that on Track
1: Talk. Um I said uh over under what? I say two and a half. I think
0: he said two and a half.
1: Oh. Yeah, two and a half uh, Sunday races or Monday, Monday races. races. Yeah,
0: I, does 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 the clash count in that? Because it's not technically a race on the schedule; it's an exhibition. Um, and does it count if it's on Tuesday? Oh. <laughs> no, I guess not. <laughs> I don't. I just don't know. Races. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know if I've ever seen a Tuesday race. I'm sure it's happened before. I just I can't think of if I've ever seen a Tuesday race uh billy today is national eat brussels sprouts day hard pass oh man you can send you can send all them brussels sprouts that you pass up all over to the sparlin household because i will dominate some brussels sprouts i could eat my weight in brussels sprouts i absolutely adore and love brussels sprouts it's all you, buddy. Mm. It's all you. Oh man, I'm you happy. know how I am with green. I, I'm a fan of any type of green. Um, yes, yeah, I'm, I'm all in on uh, eat Brussels sprouts day. Also today, <clears throat> National Hot Chocolate Day.
1: I'd also like to take this opportunity to tell uh, <laughs> Coach uh, Riley Presnell to just go ahead and fast forward. Um, <laughs> oh, is he not? Hot, is he not a hot chocolate fan? Riley doesn't like listening to us talk about food. But. Okay. <laughs> that's he very,
0: says, very random he, he says
1: he just starts fast forwarding until we get to the sport
0: it's the funniest thing i know people that just listen to the food part and turn it off when we talk about sports me too um <laughs> i am i'm
1: i'm a big hot chocolate fan especially uh incredible pole pop chocolate oh dude you can't beat it Dude, I
0: have left I, so do we so do we we're waiting <laughs> we're waiting for like you know, at some point, like February or March, we're gonna have like a super super cold snap. It always happens in Georgia. We're waiting for that. Like we have enough for like three or four more cups, and we're waiting for that like big cold snap to happen again. And we're gonna do hot chocolate and chili again. We've already done it three times. Um, and dude, that hot chocolate is just so good. It's 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 so damn good. It is, man. It is. And I, you know, I'm not a big sweets guy, but that every time I get a chance to get that hot chocolate. Uh, yeah, I'll scoop that bad boy up. It is, it is fantastic. Uh, today is also National Backwards Day, Billy. So, in honor of National Backwards Day, uh, this podcast might actually be good today. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, it's a possibility that it might be good. Wouldn't hold your breath, fans. Wouldn't hold your breath, but it's very, very yeah. possible. Uh, Billy Spencer Strider had some interesting comments uh, yesterday. Hit me up with them, man. I listened to a little bit, but I try, uh, Something's wrong with my work laptop. I tried to listen to it on my work laptop and like my speakers will work for, I don't know, three to four seconds and then cut off and then start back in a minute later so I couldn't figure out how in the hell to fix it. Um, so I did get the gist of what Spencer Strider was trying to say in the press conference, but hit me up with some deets, man. All right, so Spencer Strider
1: was at, was talking at uh, Braves Fest and he did a... It was fantastic. It was utterly fantastic. And if, if any of you know just how competitive I am um it was that was part of the reason why I love Spencer Strider um so obviously Spencer Strider was one of the ones that uh, at the end of last year um was talking about how embarrassed he was essentially that they they got you know knocked out in the first round right right um and I'm trying to pull up the athletic article and of course I'm not logged in um, that oh, sucks.
0: No. you gotta log in sure. you, gotta, you gotta pay money to read something that you probably could have just googled and found on twitter oh man uh, gotta love the athletic alright uh, uh, <laughs> I'm finding it here on the morning oh. 5 we do not encourage anybody to buy the athletic
1: uh, I, I do but that's just me
0: here on the morning um, 5 we do not encourage anybody to buy the athletic <laughs> you did say it was backwards day <laughs> All right. It's um, <laughs> very true. Um,
1: so this was what he said back in um, October when the Braves got knocked out. We're going to have to change or improve the way that we focus and prepare for the op- for the postseason. There's just no other way around it. It's a tough reality to confront, but it's the only way we're going to change the results. Okay. Three and a half months later, he hasn't changed his mind. In fact, he's doubled down. And it's the greatest thing I have ever heard from him. Okay. He said, um, have they, that he was asked, did they come up with an idea to avoid a similar fate? He says, absolutely. I think rhetoric is one, especially when we clinch so early in September, I think just changing the way we talk and the goals we set and what we verbalize into existence. That's what's going to be important for us. I think there should be no acceptance. And this is the biggest thing. I think there should be no acceptance of anything less than winning a World Series in this organization. I said it a little bit ago and I believe it. I'm biased, but it's the most talented team in baseball and we need to set our bar as high as possible and anything less than that is an underachievement for us. Raw effing O. Man, I'm so thankful that there's somebody in the Braves organization that is pissed off as much as we are as fans that we knew how talented this team was last year we knew that they underachieved and that spencer strider is just as pissed off and expects exactly what we expect i'm so thankful for this
0: yeah i i i hope this is the mindset of everybody in the clubhouse honestly um because if it's not that pisses me off uh, as a Braves fan, I'm pissed off with the first round exits. I mean, I know we're only a couple of years away removed from a World Series, but there's no reason we should have lost in the first round the past two years. There just isn't. We are a better team than that. And the fact that we can't put it together in the postseason the past couple of years, um, I, it, it you know, I, as, as a Cowboys fan, it makes me a little PTSD, because I'm used to it with the Cowboys every single year getting knocked out in the playoffs, whether it's the first round or wherever. Um, I love that Spencer Strider is saying this. I love that it seems like he is going to be a vocal leader. Um, I don't always like my vocal leader to be pitchers, but I do enjoy that this is well, this is where Spencer Strider's mindset is two weeks out from pitchers and catchers reporting.
1: Yeah, and, and that's my biggest thing too. If, if we have a if we have a vocal leader like Spencer Strider, In the clubhouse, being like this is not acceptable. I am perfectly happy with that. I don't care if it's a. I don't care if it's a pitcher. I don't care if it's
0: clubhouse. Clubhouse assistant. Yeah, as long as somebody's in the clubhouse doing this and saying this, I'm happy. I just don't want my vocal leader. I don't want my vocal leader to be a pitcher. I don't want my vocal leader of this team to be a guy who only works every fifth day. I want my vocal leader to be a guy that goes out there and plays 150, 155, 160 games. I don't at all mind Spencer Strider being a vocal leader, and I I don't mind that at all. I love his attitude. I love the focus here. I just don't want all my leadership on a baseball team coming from a guy who only works every fifth day. I want my, you know, I prefer, like when McCann was on this team, I loved it that McCann was sort of the leader. He stepped up in that role, and I love it when a catcher's a leader or a first baseman. Um, by by no stretch of the imagination do do I dislike what Spencer Strider saying. I just I I I wish we could hear this from other players on the team that are positional players. It, it's not going to come from Ronnie. Um, it's not going to come from Ozzie. Um, You know I I, I I don't I don't think. Uh, you know I don't know if, if Olson feels comfortable enough. I, I mean I th- I think it really needs to come from Riley. I would love to hear these same words that spencer strider said echoed from austin riley i would love to hear that from him or travis darno um or uh, or our defensive catcher sean murphy um but yeah I, I i love that he said this i love that he came out i love that he's just as pissed off as all the fans are and the fact that he's he's laser focused and you gotta think right now he's gotta be one of the top five cy young award uh, early vote or the early odds winners right you 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 would think he has got to be a shoe-in for a top five Cy Young right now before the season starts
1: and and Sean Murphy speaking of said I can only speak for myself you know it could be randomness but it all I also think there could be adjustments made by guys maybe increased urgency again I don't know but we'll see maybe and, increased urgency
0: okay yeah. maybe he can hit better yeah. than 250 in the playoffs you know did he ever think about that
1: yeah i know i know you're not really thrilled about him uh but we'll have more on this uh on on these comments from inside the tp on inside the tp next week um when daniel and i get back going because you know there was a lot of sound coming out of phrase fest that i really liked um that we're going to talk about um and it's something you know i was putting our sheet together yesterday at least the start of our sheet um Something that we didn't really talk about was um, Jimmy Williams last weekend. Um, that sucked, uh, and I don't know if you remember him. Um, he was he was the Braves' third base coach from '91 to '96. Um, he was actually the one that um, waved around Sid in in the Sid slid play. Yeah. So um, I hate it that you know that we lost him, but it is what it is. So. Yeah
0: uh early odds billy just if you're in and i don't hate sean murphy for anybody listening to the podcast i really like sean murphy i just give him a hard time because we gave up a bunch for him um but i i would argue that we were probably have the best catching core in baseball maybe i mean end of story I, yeah, yeah. I, i'm trying to rack my brain i gotta I got to finish i gotta finish t- uh inside the tp I, I never finished it um I know y'all were talking about that. I, I'm not a huge Sean Murphy fan, but I don't, I don't dislike him by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, Spencer Strider right now favored to win the Cy Young this year at a plus 550. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. No. doesn't. Uh, Braves Braves have two of the top six for early Cy Young odds. Uh, Spencer Strider at a plus 550. Max Freed at a plus 1,400. Uh, if you if you enjoy those sort of things. Um, I was going to see if we had anybody else on there. We do not. What's uh What's Chris Sale? At this point, point, we are um, two weeks out
1: from uh, Braves pitchers and catchers reporting today. Yep. Plus
0: 5,000 for Charlie Morton, plus 6,000 for Chris Sale, and plus 20,000 for Bryce Elder. Woo! (laughs) Uh, Billy, last week, or two weeks ago, I believe, we did the NFL version of Prediction Review called Where Bryce Was Right and Where Bryce Was Wrong. Uh, I did a little bit better in college than I did in NFL surprisingly enough I, I'm, I'm usually pretty better I'm usually a little bit better in NFL uh, so we're gonna run down these and I'm gonna see if you can figure out what team we're talking about I think you're gonna have an easier time with college than you did with NFL I think you're gonna nail a lot yeah. of these um, here's the thing um, you might need to give me like give me a conference yes I will and I'm like, I will okay. a lot of these have the conference in the name Yeah. Um, but yes, I, I will. I will give you the conference. Okay, uh, this team should be. This is where Bryce was right. This team should be favorites to win the Big Ten and reach the College Football Playoff for the third consecutive season. The offense will be just as physical and dangerous on the ground, and the defense should be just as strong, if not better. Eleven and one is where I see them ending up.
1: That's that team up north. That is that. They team. won that. The, name, the natty
0: absolutely you nailed that one that is that team up north uh it is it is uh michigan yes unfortunately uh okay coach a's time at this school can be summed up as a severe roller coaster but this year i think they're gonna have a bit of a bounce back this is in the big 10 eight and four is where i see this team ending up this year Hmm.
1: eight and four you're wrong i was wrong was it for the better or worse
0: for the worse this is where bryce was wrong okay yeah um and i'll give you another hint all bryce was wrong was teams that i said would do good who did terrible or not terrible (laughs) much worse uh how about um nebraska Michigan State, the Fighting Mel Tucker's.
1: Oh. Well, not anymore.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I had them at eight and four. They finished four and eight. Not there. You go. Not great. All right. Uh, the team ended the season. This is where Bryce was right. The team ended the season with back-to-back losses for the first time since 2011. For the team to return to contention, the defense has to find its pass rush mojo and make more timely plays. A new quarterback. And questions about the offensive line would disqualify; uh, would be a disqualifying question for most programs. But there is still plenty of talent on this on that side of the ball. Ten and two is where I see this team finishing. All right. Uh, which Big Ten? Was it Ohio State? That would be the Ohio State University buckeyes yes sir
1: yeah the first thing the first thing the first sentence got me thinking it was ohio state
0: okay yep Yep. we're good uh all right uh the where bryce was wrong this team's defense lost key contributors at every level and returns only four starters from 2023 this unit may take some time to mesh which means the quarterback and the offense will have to lead the way early on against a challenging schedule. This is a team that I said would go eight and four in the SEC. No, 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 no.
1: Ended terrible, right?
0: Yes. Uh, Florida, the Arkansas Razorbacks oh okay yes yeah four and eight four and eight this year all right uh this defense's this team's defense's uh, uh geez i can't speak this more this team's defense took a step forward last year however improvement is needed from the coach's program to close the gap to another program in the sec east nine and three is where i see this team finishing this year this is where bryce was right It was SEC East. SEC East, nine and three. Mm. Missouri? No. Missouri? Nope. One off, Tennessee. Ah. Yes, Tennessee. Tennessee finished nine and four this year, and I had them at nine and three. Uh, One more where Bryce was right. Uh, Star cornerback X... Returns to anchor the back end, but there are questions at safety position as well as the fifth and sixth defensive back rolls, which are important in this coach's defense. The post-spring addition transfers of cornerback Y and cornerback Z could certainly solve some of the team's concerns about depth. I see this team finishing at 10-2 and two in the SEC. LSU. Alabama.
1: Uh, yes, that was my first thought.
0: Yep. Yep. And I took away from it. Alabama. Yep. Uh all right, where Bryce was wrong. Uh on defense, a revamp personnel both on field and on the sideline should be improved over last year's defense and make the team a top 25 mainstay. 9 and 3 is about where I see this team finishing this year. Conference that would be the big Tim. Uh,
1: they just changed their defensive coordinator. Uh,
0: no idea. That would be the Fighting a Lion Eye. Whoops! Big old swing and a miss on that one. They finished five and seven. I had them at nine. Oh. And 3 not great. Not good. Uh, last one where Bryce was right. Believe it or not, 2022 was a rebuilding year on defense. That's clear to see when you look at the returning production in 2023. It always starts up front where grizzled veterans XYZ and you are back. Younger guys like M are expected to have massive impacts, while N, who missed most of spring after relatively minor foot surgery, is the best of the bunch undefeated regular season at 12 and 0 in the sec georgia yep yeah that was pretty that was pretty simple yep georgia got that one nailed that one uh the fact that georgia didn't make it into the college football playoffs is this absolute travesty um i did better on college than i did on nfl uh nfl there were a lot of where bryce was wrong to choose from on college there wasn't a ton i was um i was only a couple of a uh, couple of Wins away on almost every single team, which was kind of crazy. NFL, I was, I was pretty, pretty wrong, pretty wrong on a lot of things. So that was a NCAA prediction review where Bryce was wrong, where Bryce was right. Billy, it is Wednesday, which means it is Pop Culture Wednesday, and today we have the top five most underrated movies of all time. I have my top five, and you have five movies in each specific category. Um so we'll we'll uh we'll go back and forth. I'll start. My number 5 most underrated movie called The Goods, Live Hard, Sell Hard. It is a movie about a used car salesman that goes from town to town with his team and absolutely is just like the best used car salesman of all time. It's a comedy, it's hilarious, it's fantastic. If you've never seen it, look it up and go watch it. It is a phenomenal movie that I bet a lot of people have probably not even heard of uh, that are on here. It's on Hulu. Came out in two thousand nine. Um, it's an absolute oh, gem of a movie.
1: I don't think I've seen it. I'm, I'm gonna have to check it out this weekend.
0: Hilarious. Don't watch it around your kids, but it's
1: hilarious. Good to know. All right. Uh, speaking of comedies, um, I my comedy, uh, my most underrated comedy, or not really most underrated comedy of all time, but this one is like one of my favorite underrated movies is accepted. Um, really good movie. In in my opinion, Justin Long plays a, a kid who gets gets denied from multiple colleges. So he makes up his own and somehow, um, accidentally makes up a college that multiple people sign up for and they are handing over checks, hand over fist to it. And it's, it's, it's really, really good, So, uh, accepted as a really, really funny comedy for me.
0: Ask me about my winner. <laughs> Ask me about my wiener. What was it called? The South oh. Harmon Institute of Technology or something like that? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's an explosion of flavor. Yeah, that is a good one. I, that movie is hilarious, man. That movie is so good. Uh, Your shitheads be <laughs> shitheads for life. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen that movie in forever, man. I, I need to go back and rewatch that. That is a really good one. Uh, at number four, I have a movie. I don't know if it's underrated. I feel like it's underrated personally. It's a movie called Big Fish. Um, it, oh, good. Yeah, it's it's a movie about a, a father who who's, who's sort of dying, and his son, he, he tells these fantastic stories to his son all growing up and it reminds me so much of my granddad he used to do the, he used to tell the exact same stories they were just these big grandiose stories that you didn't know if they were real or not but they were entertaining um, and it's about it, it, it's sort of going through the father's life as he's telling uh, his daughter-in-law the, the the stories and his son's grown older and grizzled and kind of calloused and you know it goes on and goes on and he finds out that, you know the stories are actually sort of real but yeah big fish it's a it's a fantastic flick. It's a Tim Burton film. Uh, if nobody's seen it, please go watch it. It's a, it's a great, great movie. One of my honestly, one of my probably top ten movies of all time. I could watch it at any any point in time in the day. I love it. Cast too. Yeah, I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah um, oh. Danny DeVito was in it. Um, there was a there was a bunch of good actors, and it. it's a really really good movie. Yeah. All right. Uh, my uh,
1: most underrated rom com. So romantic comedy is a uh, fever pitch oh, yeah real i love this movie man i just love it and and it could be my you know just because i'm a i'm a baseball nerd but um how it incorporates the whole boston red sox thing um and how it just how good demi fallon and drew barrymore have that connection they do man drew Barrymore, like it was really it was really good so um, I, I love Fever Pitch and that's that's one of my favorite rom-coms of all time
0: the best the best scene in that entire movie is when they're at dinner and they're eating lobster and somebody's talking about the Boston Red Sox game behind him and he's trying <laughs> and Jimmy Fallon's trying to put his hands in his ears but he's got lobster hands and then he asks Drew Barrymore to do it and he goes ah, la, 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 la. they're eating dinner with her parents fantastic yes. um, and yeah I would watch absolutely anything Drew Barrymore is in I don't care what it is Drew Barrymore sign me up that is my Top number one or probably three, uh, Hollywood crush. Big Drew Barrymore fan. Big. The so watching. You're watching your show every day, dude. I, I watch more of the Drew Barrymore talk show than I do probably of any talk show, even sports talk shows. Um, yeah, I love. I love Drew Barrymore. Love, love Drew Barrymore. I think I'm the only male that probably watches that. The only straight male that watches the Drew Barrymore uh, talk show. Uh, at number three, I have a movie that dates back to man early '90s. I think it came out in like '91, '92. Uh, the Rocketeer. I don't know if anybody's ever seen this movie, but I loved this movie as a little kid. It's, it's about a it's about a, a a crappy air a crappy pilot who finds like this jetpack suit and he goes and fights Nazis with a jetpack suit. It's a Walt Disney film. I assume it's on Disney Plus. I absolutely. Love the Rocketeer. Bill Campbell's in it. um I forget who the the Timothy Dalton is the bad guy in it. Uh, it it's great. I love Jennifer the Rocketeer.
1: Connelly. Jennifer Connelly's in it. Yep, Jennifer yeah, Connelly. Alan she's Arkin, the love interest. The
0: yeah, yeah. It's uh, it do when he gets the, when he gets a uh, a hole in his helmet and I think it's Alan Arkin just puts a a piece of um bu- a bubble gum on it. I love the Rocketeer, man. Super underrated. <laughs> yeah, super really underrated really flick. Alright, uh, one of my most
1: underrated action movies is Man on Fire. And this is, I can't remember when this came out, but it was legitimately, its it creeped into my top. Like like I had to make it, a, instead of the top five movies, I had to make it a top six uh, because of this movie. Um, Man on Fire has Denzel Washington, has, and, and why am I forgetting this girl's name? Um,
0: uh, Google is telling me Dakota Fanning.
1: Yes, Dakota Fanning. Thank you. Um, she was she was fantastic uh, girl. Uh, basically, Dale is a special um, special special agent that comes in to be a nanny, essentially, or a protector for Dakota Fanning because in Mexico there's a um, there's a kidnapping like once every so many minutes. And as you do, Dakota's fam- Dakota Fanning's uh, family, is very wealthy and um yeah that's that's basically what happens and it's it's just really intriguing um it's denzel at his best um think uh think how he he is and then just oh it's so it's so damn good like i watched it again the other probably two weeks ago i've never seen this i'll have
0: to put it on my uh to watch list i've never seen that yeah it's it's got um Christopher yeah, it's, Walken got a, in it's got a it. bunch of big stars. It's got Christopher Walken, Mickey Rourke, Mark Anthony. It's uh, yeah, yeah. It's got a lot of big stars. I've never seen that. I have to put that on my watch list. Um, at number two, I have one of my favorite comedies of all time. Uh, probably, probably second favorite comedy of all time. It was, I believe, the uh, last movie of Chris Farley. Um, Almost Heroes. If nobody's seen this, I highly encourage you, especially if you are a Chris Farley fan. Um, almost Heroes, it's fantastic it's also got Matthew Perry, Gene Levy's in it uh, it's it, It's about two explorers that are chasing Lewis and Clark to the Pacific Ocean and it's a comedy, it's phenomenal it's fantastic um, it it was one of my favorite movies growing up and it still holds up, I just watched it the other day with my boys a couple of scenes in the movie that I sort of forgot, I probably should have fast forwarded through, uh, but it is, a, it is a hilarious, it was written, or it came out in like 98, I think um, but it's a phenomenally hilarious, awesome movie. Okay, yeah, it's. I remember that movie. It's really funny, yeah. and there are, there are moments
1: that probably our kids probably shouldn't watch it. <laughs> yeah,
0: but oh well. yeah. Oh, my gosh, maybe fast forward through this. Oh well.
1: <laughs> All right, uh, my underrated romance movie is The Choice, and it's it's one of those Nicholas Sparks movies. Um, I know I sound incredibly um, wow. mancart. Removed, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's it's a pretty good movie. Um, I, I enjoyed the hell out of it. Uh, there's really not that many big stars in this in this uh movie. Um, Alexander, Alexander Daddario is really the big big name in here. Um, taking back, um, yeah, but it's it's pretty good. Um, it, it's basically just about two people who are. Don't need to be together that are, end up being together. So
0: um, yeah, I can. I I believe I will not be watching that one. It's fine. Yeah. you don't have to. Yeah, no, i I watch Man on Fire. Won't be watching this one. Uh, my number one hey, most underrated movie. About Man on Fire. Do what? I can't wait for you to tell me about Man on Fire. Well, listen. The last one you suggested was Bull Durham, and that was a little underwhelming with for the hype oh. that it got. So oh. you know, we'll see. See now. Now Riley's
1: going to get yeah get mad at you that's okay. fine
0: i'm not a, i'm not a fan of bull durham it's just it's sort of a boring movie um number one i have what i consider one of the one of the greatest sports movies of all time um and probably the best like combat sport movie cinderella man uh just a just a phenomenal great movie russell crowe and a zell in it Paul Giamatti's in it. Um, it's about James J. Bradford. It's, it it follows a real life story about a boxer who goes through the Great Depression, and he was a he was a good boxer before, and then he sort of let it go, and and then he comes back. He beats he beats Max Bear, um, the Max Bear who killed like two or three guys in the ring just by boxing. How strong he was. Funny enough, Max Bear's son uh, was on the Beverly Hillbillies. He was the he was a uh, the son on Beverly Hillbillies. Um, but yeah, it's, a, it's just a story about James J. Braddock and uh, who's a boxer and comes back and, and wins the heavyweight title. I love Cinderella Man. It's one of the, it's it's the best. I think it's the best combat sport movie ever made, and it's it's one of my favorite sports movies ever made. I love Cinderella Man. It's so great. Yeah,
1: it's it's fantastic. Paul Giamatti's in that movie too. Oh, it's so good. Um, he, he's so. I yeah. love Paul Giamatti. I do too. Like I don't know. I don't know why. He's not like particularly a fantastic actor, but I just love him. You, you know? know what I mean? <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, my last one is uh, horror slash spooky slash, you know, intense, whatever you want to call it. Um, and it's a quiet place. And it, it stars um, Emily Blunt and John Krasinski. And it's about a family that lives in this world that um, aliens have taken over that basically hear every noise that is out there and so basically bryce you'd love this movie because there's there's hardly any talking perfect well, <laughs>
0: that's right up my alley <laughs> i
1: know <laughs> um but it's it's done really really well it was out of and actually john krasinski um wrote it
0: okay oh um, the dude from uh the office jim yes oh wow okay yes
1: um he wrote it stars in it um does a really really good job of it there's there's really main the four main actors and it's just krasinski blunt his wife and then two kids who act as their um as their kids and that was pretty much the extent of their the acting in that movie okay Um, and it's 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 so good man like i'm not even joking if you look at like the cast and crew there's there's on um apple it's it basically goes the you know the first four the kids and then it it goes producers (laughs) oh all right
0: (laughs) okay that's pretty cool oh yeah it's it's i haven't seen that really really well done yeah i haven't uh i haven't seen that uh billy so yeah those are our five most underrated movies billy hit me with the marine south scoreboard from last night
1: a lot of big Big games happened last night. Let's start with Bowden at Mount Zion. Girls, girls game, Bowden wins thirty-eight to thirty-three. Boys, Mount Zion wins fifty-three to sixty-three. Okay. Sorry. This is just written backwards. Uh sixty-three yeah, fifty-three. Mount yeah. Zion wins. Um great games from there. Got to hear Patrick Hetson on the call last night. It was it was good to hear. Uh Bremen Ringel, girls win forty-four to forty. Bo- boys fall fifty-seven to thirty-nine. Girls Westlake girls win 57 48 they continue to dominate they are top 10 in the state right now um just in general across all uh, i think the um kyle sandy did a power rankings and across all classifications they're top 10
0: they are i think they're number six uh across all classifications oh, 10. are they 10
1: yeah i think i think that's where they were last night when i saw it okay uh, boys won sixty eight to sixty seven in overtime over Westlake. Uh, Central versus Swax, uh, girls win thirty three to seventeen. Boys win eighty to nineteen. Woo. That doesn't surprise Big me. Big wins at all. Beat the Sacks. Yes, yes. Swax. Uh, Murray. Murray County at Harrelson County. Girls fall fifty one to forty. Boys fall seventy four to thirty four. In Temple, these games were massive. This utterly massive because of the implications um, be- because of the implications yes heard the girls win 75 to 72 which is unreal the wow. fact that they scored that much 64 to 49 so um, heard heard wins both of them and sweeps but that's it's Huge in the fact that um, now they take over the lead as whoever wins the girls um, in the region or region in the begin in the regular season hosts the region tournament.
0: Okay, okay. So t- so yeah. Hurt County right now leads that I believe. Yes, that's big. That
1: is, and huge. Uh, we don't have we don't obviously have scores from uh, tennis yesterday uh, yeah. on the Swiss Four Coverings Games and Events Calendar uh, for tonight. We got nothing. Nothing.
0: Nothing, nada, um, and big ol' zip zilch.
1: Hawks won, uh, Hawks won last night
0: against the Lakers,
1: too. Yeah, great! So
0: phenomenal. I make it into playing round and lose and not have a good draft pick and be <laughs> mediocre for the rest of my life. Phenomenal, love it. It's just great. Yeah, yeah, yippee! Uh, a couple things that I just saw on the Twitterverse. Um, I heard County's new turf field uh, is going in right now. Um, looks nice. Uh, the turf project is underway. Next on the list is the turfing the new seventy-yard indoor facility down there. So, uh, nice new turf uh, going Ch- in. And uh, or- Cha- or- uh, Chapel Hill, number five in the state in five A, uh, lost last night. Bannaker beat them seventy to sixty-six. Wow. Yeah, <clears throat> big win for uh, Banneker defeating a top five or top or yeah top five team, I guess. Uh, Billy, you need another cup of coffee. Absolutely, buddy. Hit let's me. let's hit it up another cup of coffee. Brought to you by Realtor Hannah Strong with Century Twenty One Novus Orioles to be sold to a group laid, led by David Rubenstein.
1: It's Steen. I'm just I'm just messing with you. I don't know. It's Stein or Stein. <laughs> It's um, pronounced
0: Steen. <laughs> Sorry, Mister Dumbass. <laughs> pronounced Dumas. Uh, uh, 1.725 uh, billion dollars the Orioles are worth 1.725
1: billion that, wow that is that, what that someone paid for it. yes that is the big number for me that's a
0: ton <laughs> for a baseball team that's a lot man so uh, I wonder yeah.
1: how much the Braves would go for if the Orioles are worth 1.725 bill
0: how much would the Braves be six bucks <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I, it, it would depend on if they sold the, the battery, too. If the battery came with the sale of the Braves. Like, I, I can't imagine. If they sold the battery, I can't imagine what. I just, I, I don't know. I don't know what that would be. A lot. Uh, Patrick Mahomes says that Justin Tucker aimed to get under his skin with the antics he pulled before the AFC championship game. Okay. So? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, honestly, if I was Patrick Mahomes or Travis Kelsey, I would have taken a screwdriver out there, taking his face mask off of his helmet and brought it with me to the locker room.
1: I mean, big deal for me. You know, I don't oh, know. You're girl. a kicker, dude. Know your role. Like what? It's Wait. Justin Tucker. Justin Tucker is a bigger part of, of most like, hey, pal, I think Justin Tucker proceed like is bigger than kicking. Hey,
0: pal, you're a kicker. It's you're a kicker, pal. Know your role just weird. Like, what are you going to do? do if Travis Kelsey gets pissed off at you and starts beating you out there? It's only you. You don't have any teammates out there. Like, what are you going to do, Justin Tucker? I don't know. It was weird. I, I, I would have taken a lot more exception to it than Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes did. I probably would have beat the shit out of them. But, you know, yeah. then you get kicked out of the game, possibly. I don't know. It's before the game. Who knows? Um, I would have definitely started a brawl, though. Uh, United States men's national team star Giovanni Reina is set. For a Forest loan, he is heading to Nottingham Forest. Uh, the, the 21-year-old star Reina uh, plays for Borisio Dutman He will remain, his contract will remain there, but he'll just loan out to Nottingham Forest. He was the one, Billy, if you remember uh, back at the World Cup, him, the coach, had some, some words, and he was the one whose mama came to his defense, and dad, and all the investigation and all that crap kicked up really good player but seems to be a lot of controversy around him yeah so we'll see we'll see how he does at Nottingham Forest he's a good player uh, NCAA investigating Tennessee for NIL in violations again oh boy the investigation puts the volunteers in the crosshairs for potential sanctions as repeat violators Tennessee is fresh off an NCAA ruling in the summer of 2023 in which it was charged with 18 Level 1 violations and fined a record $8 million. Uh, the scope and breadth of this next eva- uh, next investigation is for multiple Level 1 and even Level 2 violations. So they're stepping up their violations. From what I have heard, it was somebody getting a private plane to bring a high, highly touted uh, recruit into Tennessee. Is, is what i heard i don't know if there's any truth to that but
1: and also from what i heard it's not just football it's multiple sports over at tennessee that are being investigated right now
0: i don't know why anybody follows what the ncaa says anyways like they don't have they have zero power zero power but it is kind of funny you
1: say, you say that as like the ncaa is about to bring down sanctions
0: <laughs> i mean what, what like just ignore them the NCAA has, I mean, outside outside of football, I guess, yeah, yeah, you need the NCAA. But, like, if, if it's football sanctions, I'd be like, um, go to hell. You don't control anything. You don't control the playoffs anymore. So why would we play by your rules? You know, I think it's just a matter of time before the big colleges get together and form their own governing body and say the NCAA no longer has any rule over college football. I think that's just a matter of time. Uh, Billion, today in 2015, the Atlanta Hawks set a new NBA monthly win record as they moved to 17-0 for January with a 91-85 to win against the Philadelphia 76ers. It
1: was such a good team. It and was. That was team, team underachieved in the playoffs. It was so disappointing. Well,
0: they, got to, they got to the Eastern Conference Finals.
1: They underachieved. They should have gone to the freaking finals, man.
0: I uh, do not. Mm, and no. We didn't have LeBron. It, that was in LeBron's. Prime, um dude speaking of lebron and i don't mean to prolong this podcast any longer but did you watch the the hawks game last night uh no i decided not to stab needles into my eyes
1: dude lebron's beard yeah. he's getting gray in it and it, it like <laughs> he's looking
0: old <laughs> he old. is old dude it's uh, he's got he's got a lot of years in those knees man no he, i didn't i didn't watch 39. yeah 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 he's a year older than me yeah he's old he's
1: not a he's He's not a
0: fresh young 34
1: he's getting gray in his beard and i was like oh
0: (laughs) no i didn't i thought about turning it on and then i decided not to and then i tried to watch the cbj but it was on nhl network instead of espn plus so then i just went to bed there you go (laughs) yeah so you got a good night's sleep exactly yes you got anything else today man Let's get out of here, bud. Let's get out of here on a Wednesday. We will see you tomorrow morning, same time, same place. Shake your neighbors! Just shake them! Shake your neighbors!